Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this afternoon. Welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday Evening Service. I'm Pastor Wells, and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff going on around us today. And as you know, and I know, there's a lot of stuff going on around us today. It's true. You turn on the news, something's going on. You open the newspaper, something's going on. You go online, somebody telling something. There's something going on. All the time. Not sometimes, all the time. I guess it's just a cycle of life. People that do crazy stuff and, and you know, they do all kind of crazy stuff today. But you know what? We got to walk with God regardless of all the stuff going on around us today. Regardless of what's happening, we got to trust God. In this new year, 2023, we have to trust God, expand on his word, and expect him to perform his word. That's what we have to do. Nobody can't do that for us. People can pray for us. People can fast on our behalf. But well, we need to trust God ourselves. Because you will never get to know God based off of somebody else. You're only going to get to know God based off your relationship with him. And how he's moving in your behalf. That's how it works. Bow your head, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I come before you in behalf of everybody that's with me and those that's watching this broadcast right now. I ask that you touch every liberal soul, save, deliver, and make free. Break yokes in their lives. Bring deliverance in Jesus' name. Amen. Get your Bible. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited what the Lord is doing. He's doing great things, he's doing great things, he's doing great things for me. Listen, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That song the Lord gave me, I'm excited about what the Lord is doing, is for everybody, not just for me. You got to be excited about what the Lord is doing for you, even if you don't see it happening. But the Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that we have not seen yet. So let's go along and sing along with me. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. Come on, one more time. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. Now, are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited what the Lord is doing? Are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited what the Lord is doing for me? Put yourself there. Get your Bible. That's beautiful to know. You can be excited about what the Lord has already done and what he's getting ready to do for you. Somebody said the Lord ain't done nothing yet. He didn't woke you up this morning. Oh, I woke myself up. No, you didn't. 
My alarm clock woke up. What? That alarm clock didn't work, and you still woke up. God woke you up. Let's go to Job chapter 33, verse 17. Job chapter 33, verse 17. Today I want to talk to you about pride. We were supposed to, uh, that was supposed to be the message last week, but God changed that to praying in 2023. We live in a life and in an age where anything goes. Pride, arrogancy, confusion, all these things run wild today. Aversion, ungodliness, unfriendliness, ah, so on and so forth. So let's look how God felt about pride. Job chapter 33, verse 17, that he said that he may withdraw men from his purpose and hide pride from man. I'll read it again. That he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. That's something to think about. God wants to hide us from our purpose. God wants to hide us from our purpose and get ourselves deeper in that than we already is. Isn't that nice? The thing about God, he knows or tells or sees or he knows what you're going to do long before you do. Long before what you're planning or complicating or, or, or thinking or doing, God already knows. You know the intent of a man's heart. So the scripture here tells us that he may hide, that he may withdraw men who you out of it from your purpose and that he may hide. Right. Men, why? Well, let's go back to the beginning of time. You know, I was I was watching a a, a, a quick video, a snippet video, and a girl, uh, somebody was telling the girl, "Man wrote the Bible." You know what she said? She said, "Yeah, man wrote cookbooks, but you're following." Isn't that something? Man wrote cookbooks, but you're following. Man wrote manuals, but you're following. What's wrong with God's word? It was inspired by God. Those cookbooks wasn't inspired by God. Pride. It's a secret to keep people from reading God's word. Pride. I'm too good for that. Man wrote that. But yet you go to college. Read all those crazy behind books those professors wrote. And then let some other crazy behind professor teach you what they all think about this and they think about that. And they have been teaching lies for ages. They gotta be teach that Caucasian people made stuff that black people made. They just been teaching lies. But will you believe it? We believe it. It's the truth. Whatever they taught us in those school books, we accepted it. Because the school books, school books said it. But when it comes down to the Bible, pride jumps up big time. Don't read that. You're too good for that. 
man wrote it, but yet man wrote all of these other books. I got books on business that man wrote. God didn't inspire them turkeys. He didn't. I read books on business books. I deal with business every day. And actually in business, I got to read some of these books. I have to have, I have manuals, I have catalogs, uh, in the different businesses that I have, I, all these different businesses I have require that I do some reading and do some following from the instructions in those books. That's interesting. That girl said something that a lot of people don't think. They run around saying that uh, 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 the Bible was written by man, but yet they follow everything. They go, oh my goodness, they go to school. And learn this, and learn that. They go to get their masters, their bank associates, their bachelors, their masters, their PhD. All from books that some men wrote. And in the medical field, they're constantly finding out, oh, that was being taught wrong. Yes. They constantly turn around saying that was being taught wrong. But when it comes down to the Bible, man wrote that. You don't need that. But everything else, man, around is okay. A man to pick up Playboy magazine before he pick up uh, 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 the Bible. Yeah? That's because pride and that spirit of arrogancy controls you. And then you got the people that filled up with pride. They, I remember when we used to ride the train, they would cover up their pride by Bible in some kind of... um. They would cover up their Bible in a, 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 what they call those, a, a book cover, a brown paper. They would have their Bible covered up because they didn't want nobody to see them. They, they probably got in the way. I remember an incident. I was on the train one day, and this demon person, demon possessed person came up to me. I mean, they were really demon possessed. Back then, I was even shocked. It wouldn't shock me today. But they came up to me and said, you pray too much. I never seen a person before in my life. Then on another train, this lady came up to me and said, son, give it all to God. Give it all to God. I'm like, how in the world you know anything about me? God knows. Pride. God wants to hide pride from man. That he can be clear in his sight. You see, you can't have no. People confuse pride. But excellency. And achievement. When your child succeeds. In school and get an A plus. You're proud of them. You're happy. Of the excellency that they have shown. That's a different type of pride. That's a clean pride. That's not the pride where you think you're better than anybody else. Or you think your children are better than anybody. That's a different type of pride. That's the pride that God wants to hide us from. That's the pride that God wants to keep us away from. That's why God desires to withdraw us from our purpose. Because our purpose is a contrary to him. The Bible says, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Right? The Bible says his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher. 
We don't know all things about God. And I, you know what? You actually don't need to know everything about God. You need to get into eternity and meet the man himself. Many people run around saying Michael the archangel is Jesus Christ. The Bible don't say that. You'll get to heaven and you'll meet both. You'll find that they're two individuals. One is the son of God and one is the archangel. Well, yeah, people say they're the same person. Not so. Not so. The son of the living God has been around all the time. You read your Bible, you're going to find out that Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the Lord, the Lord, Canton, well, they are there all the time. <laughs> Even Daniel could show you that. In the book of Daniel. But you want to know something? Pride keeps us from finding out the truth. God wanted to withdraw man from his purpose so it don't cause him to be destroyed by pride because he knew what happened with Lucifer with pride. See, a lot of people don't know this whole story. People get upset when somebody say God made the devil. No, he made Lucifer. Because of Lucifer deed, he became the devil. But God created Lucifer. People get upset. Oh, but God created the devil. He created Lucifer. The scripture also says that God create good and evil. Now, you got to tell the whole story. You can't tell some. He said, I create good and evil. He allowed those people to become evil, but he created them. Understand the scripture. He's not going to twist your arm not to become evil. He's not going to twist your arm not to serve the devil. That's your choice. Pride is the key to that. Pride is the key to letting Satan destroy you and use you as a flunky and a tool and a wash rag. Look at that verse. That he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. Funny thing about pride, he's sneaky. Pride has a way to nipping it way, way into your life. Yes, it does. Got to watch pride. Pride is just like the liar. The liar spirit, he'll nip his way into your life. And pride will bring him about too. Pride will cause you to start lying and you pick up that lying spirit. You got to tell truth as truth. You got to tell the word of God as the word of God. No sentence entered into the kingdom of heaven. If that was the case, Satan would still be there, hanging out. God wanted to hide pride from man because he knew pride would destroy him. It's not no joke. Not a fairy. It's not a myth. Pride destroy politicians all the time. You, we were just, uh, everybody been reading about this young guy, uh, 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 elect Republican uh, Santos. 
The man had done so much lying because pride is controlling his life. All he did is lie. I mean, every time he opened his mouth, he worse than Donald Trump. I say, got to be related to him. At least Trump admitted he's a liar. But this guy, this guy mixed up in fraud and all kind of stuff. And it's all coming out. The Bible, listen to something about the Bible. People say the Bible is written by man, but it ain't true. Well, the Bible said, be sure your sins are finding you out. His sins are finding him out. His sins are telling on him. Why he cover up one sin? <laughs> Another sin show. You cover your head, your behind is going to show. Your sins are going to tell on you. You ain't got to do the telling. I don't beat around the bush. I tell the facts as fact. That's fact. That's not theory. Am I judging the man? No, the man says that on himself. I ain't got to fix nothing on nobody. That's for all of us. You cannot allow pride to control your life because it'll cause you to do deceitful stuff. It'll cause you to lie. It'll cause you to destroy people's pride. It don't care about you. It just wants to destroy people through you. And trash you. All the people that voted for this man, they had no idea that he was a, a con artist, a liar, and a fraud. Fill up with pride. That's why he kept lying to cover one thing up. Pride is tricky. Pride will have you falsify stuff to make you look good. That's pride. Because you, you ashamed, you're lowered and so on and so, but you're going to fake it. I've seen it happen many times. Preachers do it. They go out there and buy stuff that they know they can't afford to impress other big name preachers to get with them. And then they start doing all kinds of stuff and they compound and compound. And in the end, they're getting exposed and those big shots laugh at their behind. I ain't got nothing to do with him. He came around me. Same thing in business. Pride destroys great people, great nations. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 48 and verse 29. Let's talk a little bit about pride. We just showed that God wanted to hide man from pride because he didn't want man to be destroyed because of pride. So let's go a little further now. Let's talk more about pride. Listen to what it says. Jeremiah 48, 29 says. I want to tell you about this. This is an interesting story. We have heard the pride of Moab. He is exceeding proud. His loafiness and his arrogancy and his pride and the haughtiness of his heart. Let me read it again. We have heard the pride of Moab. He is exceedingly proud. His loathiness, loathiness and his arrogancy and his pride and the high haughtiness of his heart. Let's go, let's do a little, a little run back on who in the world was Moab. Well, guess what who Moab was? Moab, with um, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Noah's 
Noah's son. What? Yeah. It's true. Moab with Noah's son. That's the one when his daughter seduced Noah. His daughter seduced him and he got that pregnant. That's Moab. He come out of incest. He was already jacked. That's true. I'm not making it up. Moab came. His mother slept with her father. The father didn't fuck her. He seduced. They, she seduced him. Her sister he seduced her father. Go read the scriptures. came about through that. That's why the scripture talks about him here. They're filled up with pride and arrogance and hardiness of heart. He wasn't right. You're saying all people come out of instance of bad? No. That's not what I'm saying, but this dude was bad. His heart. Now, notice he said the haughtiness of his heart. His heart was not right. It was bad. He was exceedingly proud. He was exceedingly proud. It was beyond hope. He wasn't just proud. He was beyond pride. His heart was not right. And this is what we've got today. People's hearts are not right. And they just go on with the motions in church. They just go to church to go to church. They watch all, you know what, the quick way now is to watch online services. And it makes you look good. Because you're filled up with pride to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And then it makes out you in due time. Father, in Jesus' name, touch everyone watching this broadcast right now. Save, deliver, and make free. Break every yoke in everyone's life. Meet the needs in their life. Deliver them from pride. Oh, God, give them a spirit of meekness and humbleness. Oh, God, touch them right now. Bless their lives in the new year. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, y'all just watching the broadcast. I just went out praying early because I want y'all to understand something. This is serious business. People get online and watch TV services like toilet paper. They watch this one and they don't watch this one. And you're not applying it to your life. Don't let pride fool you. You must be born again. You must obey God's word. I was thinking about all the TV broadcasts that's on. Oh, my goodness. There's so many on the channel that I'm on. The Daily Gospel Network. There's hundreds of churches on there. Some teaching the truth and some are just wasting your time. They ain't telling you nothing. They don't plan it either. But they want you to send donations. Do not use the lie that people teach. The law preachers are about money and they're all crook, they're all pimp, they're all gay. Stop making excuses. Do not let pride destroy you. Hear me? Do not let pride deprive you out of eternal life. Don't allow it. Moab wasn't right. He came from a messed up situation, so he, he fed on that. 
That's why he was hot. He holy in his spirit. He was hearty in his heart. He was wrong. All right. He was filled up with pride. His loathiness. Arrogant. Now he's arrogant. Not just arrogant. He had arrogancy. He mastered it on being arrogant. He mastered on how to be arrogant. Some people master that. They know they got the power, so they're going to make sure they're arrogant to people. They're going to make sure they mistreat people. They're going to make sure they misuse people. They're going to make sure they don't pay people right. This how That's arrogant. Pride stirs all that mess up. Pride, pride, pride. Like a train. Ever been on the train? And what the train do? The train goes across the tracks. But you want to know something about the tracks on the train? If the train tracks are not smooth, you're going to keep feeling bum, 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 bum. You're going to keep hitting bum, 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 bum. Though you can't see, this is the funny thing about the train tracks. You can't see those bumps with your eyes. You can only feel them when the train going across it. And that's how it is with pride. It keep hitting bumps so you could do something else stupid. Do, 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 do. That's how pride works. But this guy wasn't just full of pride. This guy was overflowing with arrogance. His heart was not right. Now, here's the funny thing about people. They have to want to have a right heart. You have to want God to correct your heart, to correct your spirit and your mind. The Bible said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And there was no pride in his mind. There was no pride in his life. Uh, today, we have all kinds of applications, right? This was the very first application. This Bible was the very first application. Isn't that something? This was the very first application. You say, what do you mean it was the first application? Because you apply it to your system. You apply this to your system. You even have health things applied to your system. You apply this word of God, this Bible. To your system. You download it into your system by reading it verbally, reading it within yourself. You download the word of God and then you accept the application and get it to run in your heart by accepting Christ as your personal savior. That's the first application. It's true. It doesn't always appear to be the way we want, but the word of God has always been an application. It's long before all these acts. And malfunction and do this and do that and, and don't do everything you say. Everybody depend on Google and MSN and Yahoo, except they all fail. They all got glitches sometimes. They all have issues sometimes. Amen. This application here, the word of God is infallible. Oh. You say, no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's infallible. Man has taken the word of God and twisted it, you know, fix it the way he wants. Some, uh, you, know, you know what? Talk about pride. 
Many religious organizations only use certain parts of scripture to make them feel good because they're proud, too proudful to accept what God's word say in entirety. So they were going to all take a portion of scriptures and use it to justify what they do. How do you think you get all these cults? They use a part of God's word and the people are too ignorant to read God's word for themselves and that's how they get caught up in these cults. Pride. Sneaky. Pride has always been sneaky. This is why Moab was doing the stuff he was doing it and he got exposed. I said be sure your sins will find you out. They'll catch up with you after a while. That's why you got to get right and stay right. Don't do the same thing over and over again. Get yourself together. We got to do, we really got to get ourselves together and walk with God in righteousness. But this is something else. Listen to this. Moab arrogancy probably outdid his pride. That's why you got to be careful. What spirits and people you allow around you. You can go in a house that have a peaceful spirit and you can go in a house that have massive confusion. Better be careful. You can walk out of the house and that confusion going with you. Get in your car and go to your home. <laughs> Get in your car with you. Drive up next thing. You got all kind of chaos going on in your house. It's true. And you got to, that's why you got to watch people you're around. Oh, beloved. You get around proud people, troubles come in your way. You stay around those proud people, troubles come in your way. I'm telling you, you're going to have more problems than you ever had in your life. Get around proud people because they always got some scam going. So Moab, look at that verse one more time. We have heard the pride of Moab. He is exceedingly proud. His loathiness and his arrogancy and his pride and the haughtiness of his heart. Proud, pride, arrogancy, haughtiness of heart, loathiness, even something else. And this is how a, a lot of people become in church. You got to be careful. Pride is tricky. Pride, being proud, having arrogancy. I don't need to go to no church. I, I have my own special relationship with God. There is no own special relationship with God outside of Jesus Christ. I asked somebody not too long ago, what did they want from God? You know, they told me I'm going to start crying, but that's very delicate. That's not telling nobody what you want from God. That's only you're going to cry. A lot of times you talk to people about what they want from God. Here's what they want. I want a car. I want a home. I want a family. So when they told me, Harold, I lacked three things. I said, anybody could get that. It's, I'm not making it up. You don't have to know have God in your life to get a home, to get a car, and get a, a family, get married, make children. You don't even have to get married and make children today. Married in a back burner somewhere. It might not even be in the plan. I just want to have babies. 
The Bible said, as you see the light walk, they're in. So people talking about what they want from God. When you ask them, I want a car, I want a house, I want a good job, I want a family. Very rarely they're going to say one of the key things they could get from God. Peace. Very few people say, I want peace from God. They're going to say, I want a car, I want a house, I want a family, I want this, I want that. Because pride is the key. When a person talk about, I want a close relationship with God, now they're talking. God's interesting. Because he knows that you can get a good job, you get the education, you can get a good job. You could buy a nice car. You could even leave something today. You can even go buy a free home. You could get a family. You could even fake a family. You could do it all today. You could rent a family. You could do it all today. I'm not kidding. You go online, you could rent somebody's family for a weekend. I even watched a movie about renting a family for Hollywood for Christmas. And they do it. They do, they do it. You can even have surrogate children. Get somebody being surrogate, uh, a parent, as a baby. Oh, you got all kinds of stuff. So it's nothing new to God. God is interested in a personal, working relationship with you, the outside. A personal, working relationship without pride. Remember what I told you the girl showed in the video? But they showed them about uh, a man wrote the Bible. She said, yeah, this cookbook man wrote it, but you follow it. She was naming other things. Just like I was saying, yeah, man wrote the Bible. But yet there's men working next door in the house. Somebody had to show them how to do it. Some diagram had to get a blueprint. And they believe what that blueprint said. I ain't no dummy. I know what's going on. It's not going to change the fact that God's word is real. It doesn't matter. Pride is what matters. Getting it out of your life. Let's move on. Let's go to Leviticus 26. Leviticus 26. And 19. Listen what it says. Listen what the word of God says. And I will break the pride of your power. And I will make your heaven iron. And your earth bright. I'm going to read it again. And I will break the pride of your power, and I will make your heaven as iron, and your earth as brass. What did God just say? He's going to break the iron. They're going to make heaven. It says that. It says that I will break the pride of your power, and I'll make your heaven as iron and your earth as brass. 
Wow. God got sick and tired of the nonsense. And he's sick and tired of it now. This is why he said, I will break the pride of your power, your macho power, your financial power, your political power, huh? your church power. He's going to break it. He's going to. You ain't going to have it no more. Ah, your pride. Think you better than everybody else. And God said, I have a way that no man can go over. My way never change. He said, I am holy, be holy, but I am holy. He said, peace follow all men of holiness without no man shall see the Lord. Nobody. Listen to what the scriptures say again. I will break the pride of your power and I'll make your heavenly lining. Well, 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 well. Do you know what? Many people think this is heaven and many people think this is how. You say, how people think this is heaven? Because they have wealth. They have dollars. They have power, political power and wealth. This is the kingdom of heaven. They have the very best of everything. They have, they're in a position to do great things for themselves. Buy the best homes, buy their best things. This is heaven to them. They have mansions in that you will just pass out driving by, much less living in. They have that kind of power. It's heaven to them. They have those nice beach homes. They have the works, jet, private jets, customized jets, customized this, customized this, Bentley. They have it all. That's their heaven. And God said, I'll make it as brass. He'll trash it. And he's done that to many people. Pride brings them down. One of the things I learned about pride, just like the Bible said, pride is always before fall. Always, always, always. Now he goes on, he says, listen to the rest of what he says. He said, I will break your pride. I will break the pride of your power and I'll make your heaven as iron and your earth below you as brass. Hard to walk. God will make your land brass, useless. He'll make it useless. Your earth that you have, the land that you have, you'll get no value out of it. It's hard. Oh, because of pride. You can't let pride destroy your life because of wealth. You cannot let wealth destroy you because of pride. Don't let materialistic things wipe you out of eternal life. Do not allow that. Don't allow natural things to cause you to lose out what God has for you. Did you hear me? Don't allow pride to snip and nip and nip and cause you to be overtaken by it when you lose out eternally with God. And the scripture talks about that. Each area of your life 
being nipped at by pride. Each area, the area you're in power with, you become prideful. Your home, your land, your possession, you become prideful. The earth you walk on, the land you walk on, you become prideful. Don't allow these things to cause you to lose out with God. Let's move on. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 13. A simple, quiet message, but it's the truth. Proverbs chapter 13. Look at that verse. Look at that chapter. Look at that verse. Chapter 13, verse 10. Look at that verse, beloved. Look at that verse. Listen to what happens with pride. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 10, it says, Only, <clears throat> only by pride cometh, cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Did you hear that? Let me read it again. Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised wisdom. Now you know where the contention and confusion comes from. Where it comes from? Right. Right. Those contention in the political world come from pride. Those contention in churches come from pride. Those contention in the hospital come from pride. Those contention in school come from pride in the educational system. The funny thing about the educational system is this. For years, they did their best to hold, in America, they did their best to hold down black Americans from succeeding in education, teaching education, and being taught the truth about education. They've done it for decades because of pride and arrogance. Not just racism. Not just racism. They did it out of pride. It's not always racist. People think everything is always racist. A lot of times it's pride. You got to know the difference. Who that, what spirit is that work? You got to know the difference. Who's at work? Look at that scripture. The scripture y'all say in the Bible ain't real. Well, it's been proven well. It's correct. Contention comes from pride. It ain't coming from candy bars. It's not coming from a person being ugly or going out in a sexy or sin. It's coming from pride. It's coming from pride because people are prideful. They feel that this, oh, no, 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 I don't want you to have that. I don't want you to be up there with me. And that's where this comes from, this pride, not racism all the time. We, we point racism, and a lot of times it's pride that's causing other people to do reject you, pride, because they're afraid you're going to go beyond that. 
They're upset about that. Their pride is on them. I work hard to get there. You're going to know more than me. No, no, no. Pride. So look at the verse again. <clears throat> Proverbs 13 and 10 said, Only by pride cometh contention. Is there something to think about? There's only one way contention come between people and countries pride. That's something to think about. Contentions come from pride. That, that's something. That's something. Because they pride got in the way. Many people lost their jobs because of pride. Many people lost their homes because of pride. Pride. It's just something about the spirit of pride when it gets a hold of people and makes a mess. So contention will lead to war, lead to death, lead to termination because of pride. I know the thing. I thought the story of uh, David's son and his daughter. There was great contention between them because he was lusting after her. David's daughter. This is David's son. There was such contention that she tried to stay away from him, but he caught her one day and raped her. Oh, the other brothers killed him later, but I'm just telling you what happened. That's right. He knew he was after her. There was a contention. His pride. I gotta have her. That's your sister. That's daddy's daughter. I gotta have her. So she tried to stay away from her. One day she called me and he raped, he raped her. He called her and raped her. He paid with his life. Be sure your sins will find you out. I'm telling you, pride do a lot of stuff. Contention comes through. You gotta watch. When you're driving down a highway, people look at all these people driving. And they talk about what they call them, uh, um, what they call those people that be driving crazy on the highway. Um, road race. Huh? Road race. Nah, that's pride. I'm better than you. Get out of my way. I can drive faster. This is my road. That's road race. That's pride. Call it what it is. And then they'll get out the car if you stop and shoot you sometimes. Or you shoot them first. <laughs> <laughs> what did it do? Somebody gonna get hurt. Pride. It's a nasty spirit. It's a spirit that destroys lives, whole ministry. All you do is gotta get pride working. All pride do is have to start working. But once he start working, he's going to breed contentions. You know what? Over the years, when a lot of people that I deal with, even friends, cont uh, 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 contention started, I would always take the back seat. I didn't want to lose my friend over the unnecessary foolishness, but I would take the back seat. One time I got accused of something to this day. I'm still trying to figure out. I even went and talked to the party. And I, uh, they say, I did it. I said it. I, I, they said the person they say I said something else. But well, they already did. 
But the whole thing, the person they said I said something about, I didn't even really know. That's what made it so bad for me to know that I said this, that, and the other. And that's very same person. I want you to listen to that. I went to the church one day, one Sunday, my old church, and this person was happened to be there. I didn't know what was going to go on. I was getting uh, what they call uh, promotion about what was going to take place. Yes, because why? Uh, 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 while I was sitting in the chair, crazy stuff. Up. People started messing with me. I don't know what's going on. So I. Uh, uh, our service was ending and I see them coming down the stairs. I extend my hand and said, praise the Lord. The minute I said, praise the Lord, that man went AWOL telling me off this, that, and the other. And I'm standing with my mouth open like this. I had no idea what he was talking about. Then he wanted to grab me. Now, that's another story. You're not putting your hands on God now. I'm not allowing it and God's not allowing it. He doesn't hear about he was ready to fight. Now he listen to me. Pride and contention connected. It was now contention. He was ready to literally fist fight with me. But here's the wildest part. How the spirit of pride and contention work. I have never in my life and all my life been a part of that ministry. Ever seen anything like that that day. The people were standing around cheering on the fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen nothing like that. You think they'll be trying to break it up? No. They were, yeah, got him, yeah, got him. Most of the people that was there did not know me because they came about years after I left the church anyway. I uh, went on in ministry. But he knew me. He knew who I was. And some of the elders knew me. But the, you know, all those people was tearing Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me the devil don't get people in churches. Amen. He sure do. He comes to church every Sunday. Every time the doors open, he'll beat you there. He'll sit next to you. In fact, he'll jump in you while you're sitting in your chair. So I told him to back up with authority, and I meant it. I ain't got to cuss you out. I got God to do the work for me. And I let him know, don't you dare put your hands on me today. Not today. And he's bigger than me. Muscle than me. Uh, yeah. I don't be running around beating up people, but he looked like he'd take a punch, beat people up with nothing. But I wasn't having it. You know, I'm not, God is not going to bring me there to have me go out disgrace. It wasn't happening. I'm not going to let the spirit of pride and contention get me. That's why I exited the door. I said, I'm, I got to go. Because I know self is not a nice guy. When you let yourself get in trouble, God can't work for you. You got to keep you out of the way. I had to exit the door. He probably felt good. So, yeah, see, a chump. Brother, I'm the best chump you'll ever meet because I'm still here and you're not. Hmm. You cannot let pride dictate to your life. This is a simple, silly message. Do not let pride dictate to your life. Cause contention, contention can bring about death and destruction. Imagine if we had gotten to that fight that day. All that contention and nonsense. I didn't even know what was going on. It made the matter worse, but he think I did. He went to his grave thinking I did. I ain't know nothing. So whenever I seen him, I'm not going to lie to you. I was in a revival with someone. I seen him come in. I went out the other door.
went out the other door. He didn't apologize to me. I think he apologized to me years later. Because he had came to where I was doing services and he popped up. And um, after the service, I said, oh, brother, I apologize. I was shocked. I accepted his apology. But the thing is, he let the devil play with him. But see, you have to have the devil boss, man, and don't let pride get you. Because I'm a man of God. I can become very prideful, lose out. I could have stood there and told him off. I could have called him crazy. I could have called him insane and just infuriated him more. But no, I took the high road. We take the high road. As Obama say, we take the high road. Pastor Wells took the high road and walked out the door. They had a side door. And I, I walked out the door. I was upset. I'm not going to lie. I would have jumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't. I was upset. I got on the phone and called a couple of friends that knew him and said, what is wrong with this man? The one brother told me, he said, Pastor Wells, he got many mental issues. He got all kinds of problems with him. But I said, I never said that to him. He said, I'm telling you. I came home upset. But I thank God that God was able to restrain me for getting foolish because of pride. Because he was, as we say in the world, he was chumping me. He was trashing me. And they were cheering it on. But I had to hold back the tears. And I had to hold back myself and force myself out that door. You hear me? I forced myself out that door that day. I wasn't worrying about getting beat up, but if I started fighting with I would have shamed God more because I know better. That wasn't the case where I had to fight. The enemy come and attack me and I got to fight. No! That was a test to see if I was going to play along with his game. You got to understand how pride works. He wants you to be included. That's how contention rolls. He wants you to be included in his mess. This is a two-part message. He wants you to be included in his mess that what he's doing. He wants you to be included in his mess. So he can smile. Look at these dummy. That goddamn. That's how he operates. That's how he operates. Pride. By pride, contention comes. And it destroys people. But there's another part to this verse. Listen to this. Only by pride cometh contention, but the well-advised is wisdom. I'm well-advised. Hear that, honey? I'm well-advised. Why? How do I know by wisdom I walked out that door? Oh, glory to God. I don't have to, I didn't have to walk out my head in shame. It said, Pastor Wells, they would have spread all over the church world, those that know me. Pastor Wells got in a fight with so-and-so. They were actually fighting on the ground, rumbling. That's why I made God bust up bad. But he fought back. I'm just saying it. I ain't gonna bust up bad. I'm not coming home with no black eye. My wife asked me what happened. I'm not getting choked with she. She gonna be saying, what happened? Who did this to you? I'll go get him. I'm, my wife is that type of person. I have a sister like that. I get my sister to fight me when I couldn't beat up somebody. She go kick their behind. Yes, she would. We used to call her manhandle my sister. I mean, she got there and whip a man behind like it was nothing. 
You think she be doing like this? No, she go pow, pow. That's why I didn't mess with her. Because she kicked you behind. <laughs> we both, I never forget when I was a kid, we both was in the fight. I'm getting my behind with my sister is kicking this big dude behind and coming to get the guy that's messing with me. I never forgot that. Right in the park. I never forgot that. I got to talk to her about that one day. She was beating the dude up. The guy was smacking me, packing me. I couldn't fight as a kid. I'm not going to lie. I was a chump. <laughs> no, I ain't no chump. Now I'll kick your behind and mess with me. But the whole thing was that my sister will whip your behind. I'm serious. God got women that fight, okay? Don't, don't, I've known my wife all these years, and anytime somebody got something to say, my wife is going to step up, okay? <laughs> That's why I wouldn't come home with a black guy because she probably would go, Where is he at? I'm going to deliver him. <laughs> Get it back to the word pride. Things about contention, but the well and vibe. This is it. This is the last part of that verse. By pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. That's something to think about. The well-advised in God's word and in the things of the world brings about wisdom. You just can't be wise in God's word. You got to know something about the world. You don't want to be so heavenly minded to you know earthly good. You got to know something. About dealing with people in the world. It's not always the blood of Jesus. Sometimes you just got to walk away. The Bible said resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Sometimes you got to walk away. Can't let pride get in your life. Can't let pride dictate to your life. You cannot allow pride to dictate to your life. Pride cannot Dictate to your success in your walk with God. You cannot allow it. You have to be in a position where you are in control of your life through God guiding you. Not based off nothing else. The well advised is wisdom. Have to be well advised in God. You got to become well advised and know that God is going to work for you. That, that, that's something to think about. Knowing where contention comes and that becomes too pride. The lust of the eye, the pride of life. Those two destroy people terribly. They destroy people to the core. And that's not God's plan. In fact, that's never been God's plan. It's never been God's plan that man, listen, just like the preacher said yesterday. God sends no one to hell. This is Billy Graham. Yes, sir. I was watching a snippet from him, a service he did. He said, God. Does not send anyone to hell, and that's correct. They said, Well, people go to hell. Yes, they do. Know that you just said they go. Hell and the lake of fire was made for the devil and his angels. But man, choose to be devilish 
disobedient and reject Jesus Christ as personal Savior, they will eternally be turned into hell and into the lake of fire. It's really simple. It's very simple. It's not hard. It's not a hard thing. It's a simple thing. We can choose life without pride or we can choose pride and be filled up with contention, arguing and getting in it to a people and just no getting along with nobody. But that's not God's plan. Today you're here. You're here. You're watching this broadcast. Part one of pride. What are you going to do? Oh, no, really, in 2023, are you going to let pride control your life continually? Or are you going to put pride out? So the contentions are end. That's why you see a lot of people don't have no chaos going on there because they don't have a proud spirit. They don't have pride running loose in their home. But you're here today. You're watching this broadcast or listening to this podcast. Yeah, man wrote the Bible was inspired by God. I don't know about these cookbooks. I don't know about these textbooks you get in school. Uh, matter of fact, many people take road tests. They got to, well, here in New York, you got to uh, take that road test book. You got to read that book. Even though some people don't, but notice some people don't even follow the rules in the book after they pass the test. They still run into people. They still go speeding. They run red lights. They don't stop for the policeman and the fireman, etc., etc. But they read that book. It's the same thing with this Bible, beloved. Many people have read at it but not obeyed it. It's just something to think about. Pride. How it could destroy your home and your life. Bow your heads with me and those of you that's not saved don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and your personal Savior. And those that you do know, you need to get rid of pride out of your life. Allow Christ to come in and really saturate you and grow you in him. Come on, let's go to us in this prayer. Let's get right with God today and stay right. Not just in 2023, 23, stay right. Bow your heads up and repeat after me. Lord Jesus, come on, come on. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you because my heart, my mind, and my soul. I ask you to sanctify me through your word. Deliver me from pride, arrogancy, anything that's contrary to your word. Come into my, my, to my life, Lord Jesus. Come into my life and save me right now. I accept you as my Lord and as my personal Savior. I thank you for saving me. I thank you for dying on the cross of Calvary and rising on the third day and ascending on high. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Now, Father, every liberal soul that's under the sound of my voice that walk in with you, strengthen them, deliver them from the pride, sprout spirit and pride. I thank you for touching their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, listen, part two was on next Sunday of pride. Wednesday night, we have Bible study at 8.15. Come on out and join us. We'll be back here next Sunday at 5.15 p.m. I talk to you later. God bless.